Hi, I'm Kira. And I'm Sarah. And And you're you're listening to Decom Mission. Six schoolhouse rock money rock reference me. Uh, would have never caught there's that. There's a song. There's a school. So there's there, okay. So I, hello everybody, welcome to Decom Mission, where I'm going to talk to you about schoolhouse rock. The so I love schoolhouse rock. <laughs> no, I think Disney bought them though. I don't really. Know. Well, yeah, because they're on Disney Plus. They are? Yeah. Oh wow. I yeah. was just kidding, but I guess Disney really does own everything. Yeah, they bought them. Like. Not that long ago, I feel like, but I'm not going to look it up because I don't want to. Uh, so I love Schoolhouse Rock. Like, deeply, deeply love Schoolhouse Rock. Uh, when I was growing up, we had four VHSs. There were six, I think. We didn't have Money Rock and we didn't have Earth Rock, which I think was a, not even, like, a real one. It was, like, a couple of, like, other things put together with some, like, other videos. Okay. But I had America Rock. Grammar rock, multiplication rock, and science rock. Okay, I think the America one is and the only thing I, the only one I've seen. That's the one with the, oh, uh, what's is it the Constitution, or the the preamble? <sighs> no, what's the one that we watched in middle school that the song always got the, stuck in my head? The I'm we the people a... and oh, the, I'm just a bill. Oh, the bill, yeah, bill. the bill one. <laughs> Thank you. I'm like, it's just yeah, a what? Just a I'm just a what? <laughs> so. America rock, I say unfortunately not because it's not good, but just because America is does not rock. Uh, that's my favorite one because it has some of the best songs. It's got Elbow Room. It's got Suffering Till Suffrage. It's got I'm Just a Bill. It's got uh, No More Kings. It's got the preamble. It's got Three Ring Circus. Like It's great, <laughs> and it taught me a lot about politics. And as we all know, I... Had a great time in AP government. I'm still friends with those nerds today. We still play uh, D&D every couple weeks. So it was Go very impactful on my life. It's a great time. <laughs> yeah. When uh, I was in eighth grade, there was an extra credit project you could do. And one of the things you had like options. And one of the things was to sing the preamble song. And I was of like, course. well, I don't even have to like memorize yeah, this. I already this know it. I'm like, me, the people, in order to form a more perfect union, establish just and ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and liberty i can't <laughs> remember that word but to ourselves and our prosperity do our day and then establish posterity not prosperity posterity do our day then establish this constitution for the united states of america that's it beautiful it doesn't sound like that obviously <laughs> but uh i just remember sitting on a stool in front of my class going we the people feeling really awkward how many people in your class did uh, that? How many times did you have to listen to it? No one else no one? did that song because you had other options. So other people did. Like, it was only a couple other people. I think my friend Liz might have been in that class. Don't even think about it. Which is, she's one of my AP Gov friends. Uh, but it was, it was like the easiest. It was like 10 points of extra credit nice. too. It was super easy. Because I think there were like options, like different ones you could do. And there were like a couple points of extra credit. And there were ones that were like 20 points of extra credit. And this was like kind of in the yeah. middle. Because um, some of the ones were like 20 were like, write a paper about this, blah, blah, blah. And of course, like, Alex did that. Yeah, my friend. That's my probably what I would have done, too. I'm like, I can't get up in front of people, but I'll write an essay. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I just did the one that I was like, I don't have to work for this. I'll just yeah, do it. I would do anything uh, to avoid public speaking in front of a class or public singing. Even worse for me. Way too Yeah, I didn't sing. I didn't, I didn't like sing, sing. I really just like talk sang in the way that i just did it now where it's like hey i know the tune i know the lyrics but i don't want to sing because that's the worst i don't want people to judge what my voice actually sounds Even though like you're a good singer so i don't know why <laughs> i was 13 <sighs> i was 13 i wasn't in choir at the time i was like a band kid so i was like people don't know that i can sing people don't know what my music capabilities are don't judge me i was still convinced that music was going to be like my end goal not getting into that again but Anyway, Schoolhouse Rock. So I didn't have Money Rock, but my cousins did. And so I watched Money Rock a few times. But I didn't actually remember this the traction of my own song because because of that. I remembered it because I own the Schoolhouse Rock DVD, which is the best DVD ever because it lets you shuffle all the songs. It calls it the spicy enchilada mode. (laughs) That's awesome. It's amazing. <laughs> so sometimes when I'm just like 
I just want it to like clean or something. It's really good background music for me because like I know all of the songs. Well, now I know all of the songs now. I didn't know the Money Rock songs, but like now I do. And so I can just put it on and just let it go and it'll be randomized and I like it isn't predictable because I hate when things are predictable because I'm the worst. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm here like I, if I listen to an album, it has to be in order. <laughs> I don't see I do this annoying thing where it's like I have to know what the album is in order first and then I allow myself to randomize it so I remember doing this when I was 11 with a Switchfoot album don't at me it was before we knew that they were a Christian rock band uh and I listened to their album like religiously uh-huh. knew all of the songs in order and then allowed myself to use shuffle which was more fun and I did that with like a good Charlotte album, a Blink eighty two, Blink one eighty two, Blink one eighty two. I cannot talk. I'm sorry, but I, so anyway, so I've watched those Schoolhouse Rock videos religiously since I was a child. So like I knew what normally came after what, and obviously with Multiplication Rock, it's really easy because they are all in numerical order except for there isn't a ten and there isn't a. No, there's just not a 10, which I always thought was weird. I'm like, you can still do... They do a song with five and a song with two. Uh-huh. You could still do a song with 10. But I guess... Oh, no, they did My Hero Zero. So I think My Hero Zero was in the 10 spot, maybe? I can't help you. I never, <laughs> I've never seen that one. I think it was. But anyway, I don't I haven't watched it in order in a very long time. But I really love Schoolhouse Rock. So if anyone out there is like also a Schoolhouse Rock person and isn't my sister, because I know that she's also like this. Okay, so my sister and I, and this is a very funny story. My sister was driving us back from New York after my freshman year of college, I believe. Um, and we were driving and we were listening to Schoolhouse Rock because it's like something that we grew up with. And it was kind of fun to just like listen to the songs. There's a song called Interjections, which is on Grammar Rock, which is probably my second favorite of the rocks, uh, because it has interjections and conjunction junction. Oh, and I have heard noun. that. One. Okay, yep. Um, oh, of course, everyone's yeah. heard conjunction junction. I it's forgot the most it famous existed until you just said it, but I have heard it before. Um, so interjection uh, is all about interjections, which are basically pretty much onomatopoeias but it's basically anything you put an exclamation point after so there's a part that goes so when you're happy hooray or sad awe or frightened eek or mad rats or excited wow or glad yay uh but in the song they obviously are like acting it and the girl goes wow goes wow (laughs) Wow. And my sister and I <laughs> were in Owen the car. We were going, wow. <laughs> when you're excited, wow. Uh, my sister and I were in the car. And we were saying, we we're like, so when you're happy, hooray, or sad, oh, or frightened, eek, or mad, rats. And then he goes, are you excited? And both of us go, wow. <laughs> and we had to pull the car over because we were both dying laughing because we had never done that. It, ever yeah. at the same That's time so and it was so funny my sister and i we were when we were driving somewhere with my mom when my mom was here in november we were talking and my sister just was like what is it like to listen to us talk as an outside person they must think we are insane because we we quote things to each other we have like full conversations in like references yeah, you do yep <laughs> <laughs> and when when we were at dinner the other week when my dad when we were at disneyland we both referenced an, a comic strip from our childhood <laughs> and knew what we were talking about, which is hilarious because no one else will yeah. know this random f- fun, fun land or whatever it's uh, called strip from Foxtrot. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I remember oh when like, I would first hang out with the two of you. I'd be so confused. Be like, what? What are they talking about what is this and now i'm just so used to it that i'm like oh they're referencing something i have no idea about it's just gonna happen (laughs) it's insane it's really kind of disgusting i mean the way that we talk is is it's like its own language which is really cool though that you guys share so many of the same references (laughs) that you can just have a whole conversation just using those it's just it i feel like psychologists would have a field day because they'd be like what has media done to these two sisters look at them how they have their brains have melted into me nothing but this pile of references 
Kermit the Frog, the psychologist here. Bringing back Kermit the Frog, psychologist. I always go. I feel like we have a segment I, in every Whenever episode. I'm doing like a, st- well, whenever I'm doing a stupid explanation, I mentioned this before, but it's like, whenever I'm doing a stupid explanation, I do that kind of like, oh, it's the back of my throat. And then whenever I'm doing like a fake presentation, I go, all right, so you're here, you got this, you're going to do this. Like, I remember... <laughs> We were playing a Jackbox game where you have to do, like, a presentation. I think something was about, like, a toilet paper tree. And I was like, all right, so you've heard the phrase, money doesn't grow on cheese, but I got news for you. It does, because toilet paper is a commodity, baby. And here it is in the tree growing. And it's like, that's the only... I can't go on, like, okay, so here's my toilet paper tree, because where's the fun in that? Like, where is the... You gotta be like, all right, here's my lemon of a car I'm gonna try and sell you. It's my used car salesman. Like, it's fun. That's the the comedian voice actor, and yeah, just shining through. Oh, God. Uh. Love it so much. (laughs) Anyway, we're here today to talk about a movie. (laughs) Spin! Uh, I'm so excited. This is our last movie of season three. It's from 2021. It is Spin, as Sarah mentioned. This is, is this the most uh, recent came on August. decom, or has there been yes. one in early 2020? No, Under Wraps is the most recent decom. Okay. Which kind of, I mean, it counts, obviously, because it's, oh no, Christmas Again is the most recent one. What the heck am I oh, talking yeah, about? Oh yeah, you're right. Okay. <laughs> we both forgot oh, about yeah, that you're one. Right. Like, oh yeah, that one came out just in December. <laughs> I did think about it multiple times when we were watching Spin though, because I was like, wow, they went from making this to making Christmas yeah, again. Really and that's sad. sad. <laughs> Which um you not know, to give anything yeah. away. When we saw this movie and the concept of it, we were really excited. We were really hopeful that it would be good, but I feel like we were both really hesitant to get too excited about it. Having my hopes dashed both times for an F movie, having watched Christmas again recently and been absolutely appalled at it. Yeah. I'm trying to see if anything is on the horizon. I know that there's like the Zombies 3 has an un uh unofficial uh, Yeah, unofficial yeah. date. It just says 2022 right now. I, I hope guess they're not going to make that into the like fall. a Disney Plus release. I, so I don't think so, because I think I think that they're still doing Disney Channel, and then it's being released on Disney Plus later, either simultaneously or okay. later. And I think that's been successful, because they've done that with this, Under Wraps, uh, and Christmas Again. Yeah. Uh, Upside Down Magic... They did, but they didn't because they did it on Disney Channel and then Disney, Disney Now and oh, then Disney Plus. Substantially later. I will never get over it. <laughs> so there are Disney Plus original movies, but I don't think they're the same foundational type of movie, yeah. if that makes I've, sense. I've like seen a lot of ads for Disney Plus movies, and I keep thinking, I'm like, are they going to transition all of their Disney movies to, yeah, to come out on that platform? But then they wouldn't have movies for their channel, so that wouldn't make sense. Right. So I think I think the ones that are geared towards families are coming out as the Disney Plus movies. Which is doesn't doesn't make doesn't that doesn't necessarily make them better. Genuinely does not because the Home Alone remake and the Cheaper by the Dozen remake are both Disney Plus original movies. Are those both are I those think both it's out? Have you seen them? <laughs> did you? Cheaper Brother doesn't is not out. I okay. Not I was like, did you actually either, watch but... them? Oh my god! Actually, I would watch. I would watch the Cheaper Brother doesn't remake. I would not watch the Home Alone yeah, remake. I think I'd be in the same boat. I think I'd want to watch it just to see if it's a train wreck, which it, it might be. Yeah, I mean the original Cheaper Brother doesn't movies are messy. Mm-hmm. The original Home Alone movies are not messy, so they should have leave leaved those leave alone. Them they should have left them alone. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I obviously don't know from, like, you know, an actual professional standpoint or executive standpoint what the difference between a Disney Channel original movie and a Disney Plus movie are, but from what I can gather, the movies that they want to stand alone and be, they feel more like like the straight-to-DVD movies on Disney Plus. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would agree. Even though they probably would have been released in theaters, but like they feel like they feel more along the lines of like the movie you would see on in the in the trailers on a on a movie you're already watching, yeah. or like a lot of the sequels that we talked about in our last episode that went straight to DVD. Yeah, uh, the Disney Channel original movies still have the charm of being like 
a TV movie. Yeah. Which are different. Yeah. Unless you're watching Dave Spin, teleplays, which, uh, yeah. another little hint, feels like an actual movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is a film. Yeah. I'm going to leave it at that, we'll but this is that, a film. But yeah. This, this felt better um, than a, a TV movie, for sure. Yeah. Well, okay. So, the director for this movie was the assistant director on a, on a couple really, really high-quality movies, including the Wonder Woman movie. Yeah. The original one. I don't know if she was the director for the sequel. Let me double check what she's been assistant director on. This is one of her first solo, like as like the 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 first director. Well, she did a good job of it. Six point one. The IMDb. This has six point one. People need to go away. Why would people give it a six point one? Don't talk to me. I don't understand. I knew I wasn't. I I know I said I wasn't gonna talk about it more, but like this is not a six point no. one. I know that my IMDb ratings are really bad, but um, assistant director. She's Dunkirk. She was a produ- production assistant. Um, and Wonder Woman is that she was a production assistant, and uh, Dark Knight Rises. She was the second second assistant director in India. Which is still really yeah, cool. Those are some big gigs. It says here that she was the assistant director on the Wonder Woman page. Let me look at the Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman! Um, let's look, let's look. Yeah, it says she's just production, or not just, production assistants are super important, and she's a very good director. Mm-hmm. Um... So I wonder why it's listed like that on her IMDb, IMDb page, but whatever. She's a great director. Yes. Um, it's also very refreshing that this is a movie about, you know, a Southeast Asian family, an Indian family, and it's directed by a Southeast Asian woman. Yep. Don't know if it's written by one, but... But it's at least directed by one. It was directed by one that and that influence is equally as important. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm really happy Disney did that because I can see them making a movie like this and being like, here's a white man to direct it. There's a lot of stuff in this movie that they could have very much have gone. Eh, but they didn't. And we'll get to that. I'm just let me get the yes. blurb. Get let the me blurb get the blurb. It's such a short blurb. Why? All right. So it's TVG. It's from 2021. It's an hour 34. Coming of age music. Yeah. I would say it's also a comedy. It's I, pretty yeah, funny. that's that's one of the few times where they didn't put comedy, but we're like, this is a comedy. We laughed. This a is lot very funny. This yeah, multiple times. Okay, so st- stupid short blurb. Rhea discovers her passion for creating DJ mixes that blend the rich textures of her South Asian South Asian South Asian culture and the world around her. Hello, that's like the last act of this movie. That's, There's so much more before sounds that. Sounds like it would be a short blurb, but the short blurb is just the beginning of that short blurb. <laughs> so on the app, it just says Rhea discovers her passion for creating DJ mixes. Exclamation point. <laughs> that's it. That's so frustrating that they gave such detailed descriptions to other and ones like, eh. and not this one. There's a lot of times where this we're like, is... we would like not as detailed of one, but this one deserves to have a little more written about it. This paints this movie... <sighs> okay, so something that's really nice about this movie is that it is very much about a South Asian family, a girl, a South Asian girl, you know, loving her culture but it's not one of those movies that's like let's break it down and explain this culture to white people Mm -hmm. it's very much just like this is her family this is who they are this is some of the things that they do if you want to learn more about it sure but we're not going to break it down for you this is just how people exist and along with that just like the inclusiveness of everything else like she has a diverse group of friends and a diverse group of interests that her friends have like they don't have to explain anything and it's great like you notice like oh her the guy friend has his nails painted and that's cool and they don't make it a big scene. It's just, it's something that's there. They, use they actually they, don't ever they say. They don't, they don't have to explain that. It's great. Well, they don't, they don't say what the, what that friend, their pronouns are. And so I've been kind of wondering, I'm like, is his, are his pronouns he? That's true. 
I don't know. I thought they did, but, but maybe they maybe they just referred to him as right. Or, maybe they did. Watson. That's that's a good point. Yeah, I don't. They they call him Watts almost exclusively. But anyway, yeah. Watts had fingernail painting, uh, which was mm-hmm. great. Uh, the like popular girl Ginger, who in like any other decom would have been against them and like Rhea's competitor, was their great friend and advocate and stood up for them. And yeah, when Rhea was like, "I have a crush," she was like, "Ooh, who are yeah. they? What's what their what name? are they like?" And I was like, "What?" That was so inclusive, but not like in your yeah, face. It was just, just subtle yet. of like, oh, hey, Disney, okay, ah, uh, uh, what? <laughs> and so it was just that is how you do inclusiveness. It's how you do. It's just this was a real success story in how Disney can actually do a lot of you know cultural inclusivity. You know, but you know. Gender inclusivity, yeah. lots of yeah. inclusivity, ability inclusivity. Uh, I don't think I pointed it out, but the first table that she sits at the beginning, the girl who tells like how many people there are, I'm pretty sure she had downs. And I was like, that's also yeah, really cool. That is really cool. Like, yeah, this I, is what uh, we want to mm. see in 2021. And I feel like a lot of the time we get caught up with like, oh, they're not like the, what they used to be back in the day, but. This part of movies coming this out is in 2021. like what they were back like, in the day. Yeah, like this is what we want to see is the progressiveness that's come out of having more recent movies. This was a very character, like this is a great blend of all three of character, world, and story. Mm-hmm. Where the world was the, the culture and her family and her personal world and her school and her friends. And the characters were obviously the people themselves. And then the story was her growth. It was a really, really nice blend yeah. of of all yeah. of them. And that's what makes a really strong movie. And if you look at past DCOMs, they are like that. Look at Xenon. I mean, Xenon is all three as well. The world, obviously the future. The characters, obviously, are characters. They could have used a little bit more, but whatever. I digress. And then the plot is obviously huge because they're going to get taken out of orbit yeah. or whatever. I feel like this is the first time in a long time if ever that we fell in love with like all the characters like all the friends we just yeah we're, they're we got all nervous. great we're like, who are we gonna have to not like and it ended up just being max the brother the younger brother was yeah, great the, the grandma was oh, amazing the max dad was you, pretty you good supposed like, to like of course the dad had this yeah moments, the dad but was, was fine over, yeah, we'll get it he was yeah. great overall yeah, like I was thinking about uh, the rad dad, bad dad him, and that's gonna be probably our, our most intense discussion. I think we'll we'll agree on what side yes. of the bar he's on, but like where he fits on that side. Anyway, so let me just do the big board for this movie so that we can go a little bit more in depth. So this movie follows Rhea, who is I believe a sophomore. I actually never. She's not yeah, a freshman anymore. They, they mention that they're not freshmen anymore, and they make a comment of like we're not freshmen anymore. I would so guess, I'm gonna guess yeah, they're I would sophomores. Guess sophomore too. I think they're 15. I think they that, that the grandma says she's 15 at some point. That Rhea's 15, not the grandma. That'd be weird. <laughs> Thanks uh, for clarifying. So we're introduced to Rhea working at her family's restaurant, Spirit of India. And you are introduced to her, her younger brother, Rohan, uh, her father, and her grandmother. And it's very interesting because you're first introduced to her grandmother. Her grandma's, like, primping her and, like saying she should, you know, look a little bit better. But it's, so immediately you're kind of thinking like, oh, she's got a really tough relationship with mm-hmm. her grandma or she expects more. No, it didn't turn out that way, which I appreciated. Yes. It was just kind of those like grandmotherly moments. And then her like crush comes in with her mom, with his mom. And uh, they are talking about DJ, DJ Ying because... Rhea's made the music playlist for the restaurant. And then the grandma comes out and is like, Rhea, what did I say about this music? And we're like, oh my God, her grandma's going to be so awful. And then she's like, I said, turn oh, it up. Gosh, and then she starts dancing. Moment. I loved it. Such a good moment. And then he, Max is like, oh, is is this an occurrence every day? And she was like, no, it's every Sunday night. Otherwise my dad would lose it. And then we're kind of introduced to the family dynamic between the father and the grandmother, which they are not related. It's his wife who passed away, so Rhea's mom died when she was eight. That's her mother. Um, but they've got a good working relationship. 
Uh, and we learn that he's he's kind of a fuddy-duddy and he doesn't want her to dance anymore. But she's like, no, I'm going to dance. And he's like, okay, whatever. Uh, and then we're introduced to Rhea at her school where she's the president of the coding club. And she's got this really tight-knit group of friends who are a bunch of little nerds. And we love them except for Ginger, who's like really, really popular and like an influencer. And she uh, really seems like she's going to be the antagonist yeah. and she's not. And it's yep. amazing and it makes me so happy. Uh, and we learn that they're doing this... Not Festival of Color, but, like, something inspired by Holy, which normally I would be kind of like, ooh, this is a little weird, which I do still kind of be like, mm, this is a little not what Holy is. But the fact that it's, like, it was inspired by Rhea, Rhea's the one that's like, let's use Holy because this is what it's about. It's about love and friendship and, and color. It's yeah. better. It yeah. works. Um, which, if people don't know, Holy is the one where you throw the powdered color and, it, and as Rhea said, it looks like a firework display, yeah. but with color. And like color. you were saying earlier, it's um, not forced down your throat, like having it in this movie, but it's a good way to be like, oh, like, let's yeah. look up what this is and figure exactly. out more about it. Exactly. And it's not appropriated, which is also yeah. important. Um, and then the DJ drops out and, and Rhea says that Max should join and be the DJ. And then they start spinning together, like after school and... Then Rhea starts being late to her job, like, at the restaurant, and the teach her teacher is kind of worried about her because she's, like, really invested in the restaurant, and this project that she was supposed to do for class was supposed to be fun, but she ended up doing, like, an inventory calculation for her dad. Um, and so there's kind of this juxtaposition in her life of, like, do I want to pursue, you know, working at the restaurant and in my... I'm She calls herself, like, not artsy, even though she very much is. And then, or does she want to actually lean into that because her mom was a singer, her her grandmother is a dancer, her brother is is a weirdo, um, and we love him because he, he keeps wanting to have food, tikka masala yeah. tacos, and he calls tiktacos, tacos like tiktacos, yeah, so funny. Fun fact: that kid who played Rohan is actually going to be in the cheaper by the dozen. Oh, really? So yeah, so. Then we learn, so so Max and Rhea make a mix together and they call it uh, Feeling Good. And at the Festival of Color, uh, Rhea has to work at the restaurant that she sneaks out to go uh, see the festival because it was her idea and she really supports it and she wants to support Max. And Max doesn't thank her for her help with Feeling Good, even though she basically made the mix herself. And he thanks Ginger in another moment where you're he like, thinks- is Ginger in on this too? Yeah. And then you realize but she's not. But then, she, yeah, then she, then Rhea talks to Max and he's like, but it's my song. I did it. Blah, blah, blah. But then Rhea's friends oh, were all there all and they're there like, for oh, her. no, you didn't. Yeah, that was so cute. Yeah. And, and he was just like, she's just being dramatic. And Ginger's oh. like, what do we call people who are being dramatic? Who call women dramatic? Liars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. amazing. Ginger said that. And then Molly said he, that they're dirty liars. And then Watson's just like snapping fingers. <laughs> it was amazing. It was so good. Um, but that instills them to sign Rhea up for this Beatmasters competition with, like, a famous DJ in the area. And so uh, it was really funny because Molly brings over this DJ equipment and Rhea's like, where did you get that? And she was like, my dad is a typical Gen Xer, so he's done a lot of hobbies and given up. And it was very funny. And so she's able to make new mixes and her grandmother introduces herself. her, Her grandmother introduces herself. Her grandmother introduces her to music that her mother made, like, like Rhea's mother made, and so she utilizes that in her mix, and so uh, she's grounded for sneaking out for the Festival of Color, but her grandmother sneaks her out to go to this Beatmaster Festival. That's so and funny. They're just the, walking in. They just, like, pan up from the bottom. They have this grand entrance, they and her grandma's just awesome. fire. They looked f- so good. Oh, the costumer, the... Ugh, I'll get into that in a second. But anyway, so they narrow it down to the finals and it's her against Max. And Max is feeling good. And it's, it's good, of course. But it was basically Rhea against Rhea. And then Rhea does her mix and it is spectacular. Mm-hmm. Like, who the person who did the music for this movie should be very proud of themselves because it was great. Because um, obviously if it had done the like music and her, like, her mix and it was bad, that would have been horrible. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's really yep. good. And then when they're... they're- and- you know, about to say the winner, and Kira and I are both here like, oh my gosh, if they make this into a, like, Camp Rock, Camp Rock 2. 2, where it's like, you want them to win, but they don't win, but it's okay. We're like, that can't happen, because hers win. is so much better than Max's. Here's the thing. 
at right. Rutgers. Well, here's I the guess. thing with like Camp Rock Two and Lemonade Mouth, like they should not have mm-hmm. won. If she didn't win for the spoilers, if she didn't win for this, that would have been devastating because she also did feeling yeah, good. And then the one she made, so been a her, smack in yeah, the face. The one with her mom singing is like so much better. She incorporates sounds from. Like everyday life. I which is... cried. I, I didn't cry. I I teared up because they show the grandmother and that woman, that actress is phenomenal. Her facial expressions during that moment were of pride, of sadness. Because yeah, Rhea's making the mix and then her grandma was... walks in and she's like, do you want to hear? So they, Rhea puts the headphones on her grandma and oh. then she, uh, she says, oh, my daughter. I can't remember what the word for. my. She says, my yeah, Mira. Yeah. It was so, oh, it was heartbreaking and beautiful. And she was, oh, it was, oh, uh, that, the grandmother is the best character in this movie. And that's saying a lot because these characters are fantastic. Um, but the grandmother is just, oh, she's such a good character. Anyway, so Rhea wins. And then it's really great because the credits are overlaying uh, her mixing or spinning at the restaurant. So every Sunday night she gets yeah, to spin at the restaurant. So like, that brings in revenue because she's now a pretty, like, locally famous yeah, DJ. And it's just such a beautiful moment because you remember that. Rhea's mom used to sing while her grandma sing danced, and now her yeah. grandma's dancing while Rhea is spinning music. And I think yeah. it's really beautiful how they so went back to that. So beautiful. So I talked about earlier how this is a film. So the reason that I say this is a film is because this movie has a color palette. It's beautifully directed. Mm-hmm. The shots they like got? the transition, not even the shots. The transitions, the acting is well directed. This, like the moments, the beats. The this is a this is a film. This could have been released in yeah. theaters. Like this is this is a really good movie. Like when they're walking, like for when they're walking, uh, Rhea and her grandmother, like to go to the Beatmaster competition. Like there's a color palette on them. They like the pan up. There's color palettes in the restaurant. There's color palette at school. Like it's, it's 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 so yeah. good. Like I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hide anymore. This movie is fantastic. Yes. We know like the first shots that they did in this movie were like, oh wow, like this is this is impressive. And one of my favorite parts yeah, is when the... you know they they were having the memory scene of Rhea and her mom like talking about oh, all the yeah. sounds in the city and how everything is music. And then when she's making her new DJ mix, she's like recording all these different sa- like someone jumping rope. Oh, so and cool. What were the other ones? I can't even. Um, someone playing like someone playing. Like street drums, yeah. uh, yeah, jump yeah, rope. Yeah, the shots that they got uh, while well, they were like capturing those moments and like zooming in on the sound itself and like drowning out everything and oh, it was just oh the amazing. frying pan. Yeah, one of the sounds was like I... sizzling frying yeah. food. It was so cool and oh my god, the food looked so good in this yes. movie. But yeah, the first shot of this of this or the first scene of this of this movie is Rhea as she's serving in the restaurant and the way that it's shot is so cool. Like if the way that it follows her around the restaurant, like you get a real sense of the restaurant, you get a real sense of who Rhea is, you get a real sense of the customers. Like you just get such a good, you know where you are, you know who she is. Like it's just so well done. <sighs> like I feel this... like we could talk about moments that we loved <sighs> in this movie like forever, which we yeah, were. I like I said earlier, we were hopeful. We weren't expecting to like it this much no we've been burned we've been burned as i mentioned and like we we have also not only been burned lemony mouth was good don't get me wrong but we have been stuck in the mud like we have been just drowning in a swamp of mediocre crap lately and this gives me hope because this means that new decoms can be be really good really good i I mean, we haven't seen Under Wraps, obviously, because we're saving that. We saw Christmas again, and it was not good. It fall, it fell into a lot of the tropes of new decoms, which is upsetting. Upside Down Magic made me sad, and I feel like they could have done a lot more with that movie. But like knowing knowing that they can make ones that aren't fantastical, because like I know the ones that are fantastical are interesting and they're fun and they're fantastical. Mm-hmm. Christmas again included, you know, Upside Down Magic, everything like that, and Descendants. But have, knowing that they can make a good one that is original and grounded in, in real life and, you know, is almost just a slice of life is great because kids need to know that they can do things in real life. Like, this is not a story that seems 
out of reach. Yeah. This doesn't seem like something that someone couldn't do in their yeah. normal life. This seems like someone who loved music, loved making mixes, and went, how do I, how do I elevate this? How do I elevate myself? What can I do and I next? I feel like there wasn't anything that was, like, overly dramatic. Like, yes, Max had his moment where he... Like wanted to take the credit, and he was, you know, the villain. But it wasn't any. But that's real. It wasn't anything that was like so unimaginable in real life. And he was like the no, only. No, it was like usually there's like drama between so many people. There's this big climax of a fight, and it was just like okay, they had their moment where Rhea realized that Max played her, but that was yeah. Like, th- that was this it. Is, <laughs> then this oh, is so well broken up into acts, where it's like the first act is getting to know Rhea. You know, getting to know who she is, what's happening, you know, learning about her past with her mother. The second act is her and Max spinning together, him teaching her the ropes, you know, everything like that. And then the third act is Rhea going, no, this is me. This is my time. Let me do my music. And her friends, you know, obviously being there and giving her the push. And it's just, it's it's just so tight. It's so tight. It's so good. This, uh... I don't know where to start with Test of Time or Moral because I think we should start with Moral because this isn't a downfall in any way, but there were a lot of morals in this movie and they did them all well. I know. Well. Usually we have so many morals they did them all and well. a lot of times it's that they do so many that you like can't find like the best one and it might be hard with this one, but they do them all well compared to other ones that kind of do them halfway. Right. Like I don't... I, I love music. Is, there's music in everything. I don't think that's the yeah, moral, I say, but I, I do think I it's do really there. like the whole thing with Rhea's mom saying, there's more in everything. You just have to find it. And then she incorporates her mom's words into yeah. you know her music and everything she does. Right. I think, and I think it's like, it's like right there, but I feel like there's something more about finding yourself mm-hmm. Or you're you're enough. You don't you don't have to pigeonhole yourself. Yeah. I think her, you don't have to yeah, be. So her grandma said who you expect yourself. Yeah, her to be. grandma said show everybody who you really are. And it's not even necessarily like be mm-hmm. yourself. It's like show people who you really are. Like she knows yeah. who she is. She just needs to show people who she is. Yeah. Did you have other ones written down? Um, I feel like there were other. Another big one that I I really like that they incorporated this into this movie is your family's problems are not your responsibility especially yes, for that's super yeah, important for someone like Rhea's family who you know her mom passed away and she ended up stepping up and taking on a lot of responsibility at the restaurant and helping yeah, her, dad. her dad super relies on yeah, her and yeah. I think it's really important that they did that because that's another thing I feel like a lot of kids can relate to is feeling like they have to step up and like help their family but it's not always their job to do that and honestly, I can relate to it a little bit. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's a really, really good one. It's I don't think it's the main one, but I really love so that they no. put that in there. But it's 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 really well done. Even if it's not the main one, it's really mm-hmm. well done. And I love that the dad was so open to that conversation and realized, like, well, at first he gave her the mm-hmm. option of, like, I can figure this out if you don't want to help. And Rhea's like, no, I got it. So it was that interesting and then, dynamic and of then back it becomes and forth. too much again. And then, yeah. yeah, he realizes like, okay, it's time to let her. Eventually, she's probably going to go to college and or just go do DJing mm-hmm. stuff. So, mm-hmm. uh, what else? <laughs> I wrote down never yeah, never give a... a white man your work. <laughs> just yeah, like yeah. for for Rhea giving like putting so much work into that song and Max just taking all the credit for it. So I, oh, I like that white boys that was subtle. There's thing in there's the- this under <laughs> undercurrent of the British versus India <laughs> yeah, relations, yeah. which is very interesting, uh, which we won't go too in depth with because I don't know enough. But it was very interesting that Max was British. Mm-hmm. They weren't in Britain, but he was British and she's Indian. And it was just very it was very tongue in cheek. Yeah. But that's all I've got. I do think it's about showing everyone who you really are, though as the true yeah what do you think yeah i think it's that but i think it's more about expression i don't think it's necessarily showing yourself yeah it's it's just like it's some i feel like it's something along the lines of like express yourself how you want yeah because that's not just Rhea. that's 
everyone. Everyone yeah. in this movie is, I feel like, I feel like a lot of people were already comfortable expressing who they really are. And Rio was like the main one of like, I need to figure out. She was yeah, holding I back. I need to figure out who I yeah. am outside my family. Uh, yeah. So I think it's something, along, it, I'm trying to think of a better wording of it, but it's like, you can express yourself. You, you have the, hmm. It's like the master of your own destiny, but not in the same way where it's like you. Yeah, it's it's like expressing yourself how you want to be seen or something. Let me see if I can Google any. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like, I'm, I'm not an articulate person. We all know this. <laughs> Because it is, I feel it's about self, like self-expression. Yeah. I'd agree. Let's see. You choose the means of your own self-expression. I like that one. There we go. Okay. I did it. Good I figured job. it out. Good job. Did you just come up with that or did because, you? Yeah. I just okay. thought of it. Yeah. I'm a genius. <laughs> uh, no, I was just thinking about, I was like, I was like, it's about how you do it. It's like, it's about, it's about not only expressing yourself, but how you do it. Because like thinking about ginger and how she expresses herself and the grandmother and how she expresses herself because it's just and and rohan how he expresses himself it's just it's just and watts and everyone it's just so it's just so important and i mean max wants to express himself as this dj this cool dj but it's the means that he does it that's wrong all right damn i'm good (laughs) I've done it. She did it oh, again. Oh, God. Um, I know the only 10 we have right now is uh, for Scream Team, which is really good. And now I have to decide if I want to put this up. With yeah, <laughs> that's going to be a tough one. I'm... I don't know. Like, I'm like, should I do a 9.75? But I'm like, I don't know. Like, I think it could be a 10. I'm trying to see. So I have Team Beach two and a nine two five, and Team Beach one and a nine. I'm trying to see what else is like up there. Cadet Kelly nine two five, Buffalo Dreams I have in a nine. That one did really well. So Team Beach two the swap. I have in a nine point five. Yeah. Uh, the swap. Um. I say Team Beach 2, I have it at 9.25, and that's almost along the same lines of you can be whoever you want to be. Like, don't anyone write your lines for you, which isn't exactly like what this one is, obviously. But my problem with Team Beach 2 and why I'm not comparing it to Team Beach 2 is that Team Beach 2 kind of negates itself at the end by wiping everyone's yeah. memories, which is yeah, just that's why I'm thinking like this is at definitely higher than that one at a 9.25, which I, I already knew I'm... I was going to give it higher than that. So. <sighs> I'm going to give this... What do I give the color of friendship at? Oh, a 10. I was like, I'm pretty sure I have that at a 10, too. I'm going to give it a 975. Yeah, I think I'm and then in, I'll give myself a week. <laughs> when we do our wrap-up. to stew. Because we did just watch this yesterday, probably, so we haven't had a lot of stew I'll, time. <laughs> I'll probably bump it up to a 10, but just to give myself that cushion. Yeah, I'm going to stick with that as well. Oh, God, it does such a good job. It does such a good job. Uh, test um, of time. I mean, obviously, it just came oh, out God. a few months I ago. I want to say a 10. Genuinely, I want to say a I, 10. It holds up. It's, same? <laughs> it's, I feel like it's going to hold it's up in the future gorgeous. really well. It holds up. It's 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 time-proofed as well, itself in a, in a lot of ways by having the general neutral pronouns and by being so inclusive in so many ways. They didn't do any like, crazy effects that are going to look dated. I don't think. No, the music was really, it, it didn't seem very, like, I don't know what house music of the now sounds like, but, like, it didn't sound like it was dated or, like, of the now, I guess. It felt kind of timeless by utilizing, you know, Mira singing and the South Asian influence yeah. and all of that. I don't think there's any weird lingo that's going to sound weird <laughs> in the years coming up. No, there weren't any outfits that I saw that I was like, oh, my God, that's not going to hold yeah. up. No, I think. Because they didn't. They weren't too trendy. Yeah. Like, they were just wearing, like, regular kid yeah. clothes. Or, like, not kid clothes, but, like, yeah. teen and clothes. Rio's and I was like, clothes, cool. Like, her tops would usually be, like, a mix of, you know, your standard American teenager attire plus 
a little mix of, you know, South, South Asian attire. Like, oh, the design on it is... Yeah, it was... Sounds like... Or looks like yeah. it's from somewhere in India, but it's on a... I don't know how to describe it. It's a good mix of, like, no, it was grandmas the, it was with, like, like the, you know, your average teen attire. Yeah. It was... It had, like, the kind of peasant blouses that had the uh, embroidery... Yes, thank you. I'm of, like, how do like, I describe this? On it. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was it was really well done in my opinion. Um Yeah, uh I think I might just give it a I 10. Do we have any other 10s for this? I'm going to give time? it a 10. I think maybe Color of Friendship, but I don't think so because it's it's so of the time that it's like hard. Yeah. No, I don't think I have any. I think other... we gave it a 9. You know, this movie is really good. Yeah, I have it at a nine. What is the highest that we have? Teen Beach is a nine for both of us. I think nine might be the highest. It's, I mean, it's hard. I mean, yeah, there's a little bit of me that's like, oh, it's from last yeah. year. But it's, there's more than that. If it, Honestly, if we take that out of the equation, that's what's, like, if we take... If we take going, oh, this is from last year out of the equation and just look at the actual composition and the music and, you know, other aspects of what goes into Test of Time, it's a yeah. 10. It's a 10. Like, it's, this is, I, I, it's, it's, a it's a 10. It's a 10. Yep. It's a 10. It's a 10. <laughs> if someone watches this movie and goes, this movie is crap, I want to know yeah, why. I want to know why on I genuinely it's got, what did you say, like a 6.1 or something? Yeah, but IMDb's ratings are really bad. Yeah. Like it's, I don't know, maybe maybe it's again, some, like again. Uh, maybe there's certain people who watch DComs that are very. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> again, I want to say that all of our rankings and all everything we do is based on the DCOM scale. In the real world, is this movie gonna be you know as high ranked as we're gonna give it? No, no although although it would be. be a, I mean, it's, like we said, it does feel like a movie. movie. It might not be like a ten it's, out of ten yeah. movie in the real world, but in DCOM world, no, heck yeah. I know that I said that for the moral I was going to give it a 975 and let it stew. I don't think I'm going to let myself stew on this in the same way. I think I'm going to let myself stew and then if I come back to it, I'm like, eh, I don't feel that way. That's what I'm going to do. This is an A-plus movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is an A-plus yeah. movie. I thought you were going to go back and change your your moral right now. I'm like, did you stew on it enough? No. No. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. This is this an A-plus. This is an A-plus. At first, I was like, oh, it's... like maybe an a, like a high A. I'm like, no, this is an A-plus movie. We have Team Beach on an A. This is substantially better yeah, than Team Yeah, and that's saying something because we and love And that's saying Team a Beach. lot. <laughs> There's just something more grounded about this movie. More... Obviously, Team Beach has its fantastical element, and that's not what I'm talking about, but there's just something really flighty and airy about Team Beach that this doesn't have. This one feels like you're watching a slice of life. You're watching... You're watch. There's su- there's such a good through line. This is such yeah, a good movie. It gave us so this many emotions. Such like, a good I movie. wanted to laugh. I wanted to cry. I wanted to, you know, just, like, have fun it's and so dance. It's so well paced. Yeah. It's so well paced. It's an hour 34, and it's just as long as it should be. Like, it is... It is the oh, mm, this movie is perfect as a decom. This is a perfect decom, and Disney should be striving to make more yes. like this. So our only other A plus now we one th- have is what t- uh, color color friendship, which that is a hundred. I will give this a ninety nine just because I do think the color of friendship is needs to stay at the top. Yeah, it does. yeah, <laughs> it's. Um, and I wouldn't say this movie is perfect. This movie has you know a couple flaws, but its dialogue is good. Like it's just like, yeah. good. I just, one thing I will say about this movie that I don't know how it affects other DCOMs is that this movie was originally supposed to be a Disney Plus original movie. But it wasn't. But they changed it. Yeah. I don't know what went into that. I don't know why. I don't know how it affects the creation of it. Maybe it had a higher budget. budget. But they need to give this budget to more movies. But the thing is, I feel like it didn't seem like it had a higher budget than Christmas Again. No. I think it felt like it had the same budget. It just... Like the direction was better, it was made the better. Was better. I, I don't know. It was so good. What's fascinating to me is that the person who helped with the teleplay also wrote something bad, and now I can't remember what it is. Um. Oh wait, we have color of uh, friendship at ninety nine. Oh, do we really? That's yeah. hundred. Okay. I was gonna say, are we gonna bump that one up? Yeah, I'll bump it up. It's a hundred. Um. 
Oh, he wrote the Kim Possible movie and um, Upside Down Magic. But with this one, he, I think, was more, maybe not a consultant, but kind of came in after the, the script was written and went, oh, let's pump this up. Let's do this. Maybe some things that made it more Disney-ified, which may have been a good thing, may have not. I don't know the logistics of it, but it's a good yeah. script. It's a really yep. good script. <laughs> All right. It's... I need to... So we are bumping Color of Friendship up to 100 from our 99. Yeah. And then I'm also going to put this one at this a 99. Is... We're just going to be the same yeah. all across the board because we feel exactly the yeah. same, that it's great. Yeah. This... I will also say, so Ethan watched this movie with us and Ethan was having a yeah. blast. Yep. Ethan is normally really, 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 really rough on these movies. Like, he's Yeah, if Ethan had a good time, critic. then you know it's good. But he was... He was, like laughing and crying and like pointing things out and like really excited about it i mean even when we were watching lemonade mouth he was like oh my god this that and the other thing but this one he was just he was so wholly invested which was really nice yeah, to see I, because <sighs> it means that it's it i mean he and i have very similar tastes don't get me wrong it's you know why we're together yeah. but he is far more critical of these movies because he doesn't have the lens that we have of like Okay, put on your glasses. This is a decom. Right. He's oh, more like, okay, I'm putting on my movie. <laughs> I forgot. Because he does his podcast. I forgot to say in the last episode for Lemonade Mouth that I watched this with Gina and my mom. <laughs> so at the end, oh, my mom's like, I'm going to give you my ranking. And I'm like, sure, I'll put it in the episode. And I completely forgot. So I'll say it now since we're talking about other people watching these movies. She's like, I'm going to give Lemonade Mouth a B plus slash A. <laughs> so she said like an Ooh. A, B and, you know, like college lingo. So she's like, oh, the characters, I just liked them all. <laughs> So that's my mom's wow. snippet that's about not what I was out. expecting for yeah. your mom. I thought your mom was going to be like, I think this is a C minus. Oh no, she. So we started this movie really late and didn't get done watching it till like 1230 in the morning. And my mom stayed up oh and gosh. watched the whole thing with us, which my mom doesn't even stay up till midnight on New Year's Eve. So she was obviously like invested. I don't know why, but <laughs> I thought that was and Lemonade Mouth is yeah. good. It's just it the characters aren't quite as likable and it's just a little bit messier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially watching but, this one right after. You're like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'll have to see if Gina has seen this one And the, yet. I think it's good. Actually, I think it's really good that we watched this after a pretty good yeah. movie. Because Lemonade Mouth, we have a B plus. We we liked that movie quite a bit. So if we had gone and watched this movie after watching some of the crap, like if we watched this like after How to Build a Better yeah. Boy, we would have been floored and we would not have been able to give it actual legitimate criticism. Yeah. Which... I don't. I was gonna say well, we don't really have criticism, it? but we're able to. My criticism for my criticism for this movie is that it was a little bit predictable. Yeah. Like it, there was a little bit of like, oh, you know that Max is gonna turn out to to be you know against her in the end. But it whatever. counters that. But the fact that it we was still Ginger done was well. Be maybe a bad one. And she right. wasn't so. <laughs> and the fact that like the dad was gonna like try and keep her at the restaurant. Like there was just some things that were predictable, but it was counteracted by the fact that there were things that were against the fold, like Ginger being really cool, the grandmother being really cool. Like, it, Rohan not being a, a you know bratty little brother like it was just really yeah, god it was so emotional yes. it was just, what a way to end the season know. like I'm so, so happy I, we've mentioned this multiple times but like we I have been waiting for this movie since I heard it came out because I was so excited to hear that they were doing one with a girl of southeast descent like southeast Asian descent which is so cool and the fact that they've never done that is disgusting but whatever at least we finally got it and, and it was amazing yes and the fact that it was about music but it wasn't about a band because I feel like they do music but it's always about a band the fact that it was about spinning and like the construction of yeah, music which is which also is cool because I don't know anything about DJing or spinning so actually like seeing a lot of this stuff I'm like oh this is really neat <laughs> so fascinating I'm so so happy honestly i am way happier that this was an a plus even movie than if either bad yeah. hair day or how to it build make, a better boy had been makes up movie. for not having enough movie for sure <laughs> yes no this like more than makes up for it because i was hoping it would be like maybe an a and like i'd have to like fight for it to be an a but the fact that i had to <laughs> go this is an a plus and there's nothing like there's no fighting that this is such yeah. a good movie like this is i always talk about how the way that I feel about the rankings are if I would watch it again. And the way that I feel about the A-plus movies versus the A-movies is, like, A-plus movies are movies that I would just watch yeah. again. And wouldn't even have One, to think about the fact that they're would watch again. And two, I'm going to, like, make other people watch this with me. I'm going to be like, Gina, we're watching this. Make other people. Mom, you would like this one, too, I think. We're going to watch it. 
Gina's gonna love yeah. this movie. If she hates this oh, movie, she won't cry. This movie. But there's no, no way. I know. <laughs> But, you know, so, like, I mean, I would want to show people the Teen Beach movies. Like, and those are, like, A and A minus. My thing is, I, the A-plus movies, like, this and The Color of Friendship, I just want to, they're movies that I don't even have to think about them being decoms to be like, oh, I want to mm-hmm. watch them again. Like, this is a movie I would just add to my collection yeah. and just have and be like, hey, do you want to watch Spin? Because it's a good yeah. movie. It's such a good movie. It's so good. And I'm probably going to, like, listen like, to I, the music. Like, her... Her mixes. I'm probably oh, gonna man. watch. Oh man, her final mix is so it. good. It's is it not? Okay, I need to look. I dropped Spotify because of the Joe yeah. Rogan stuff and the fact that Spotify is a yeah. piece of crap. Uh, I'm now using YouTube Music, which I know isn't much better, but um, it's it is what it is. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Sorry if you're listening to this Disney on Spotify, but yeah, we don't really like Spotify. <laughs> yes. Oh, it is on. It is. It it's probably on. Uh, all. Uh, streaming platforms because it's on uh it's on mine it's on youtube yeah, music that's really cool oh man also the poster for this we didn't even talk about that the cover art for this movie is gorgeous mm-hmm. it's so well done like i i love this movie <laughs> i'm not gonna shut up about this movie it's so good uh, everyone, please, your decom mission for this week is oh, to go watch it. Yeah, if you Spin. haven't seen it yet. Like, I'm, I'm... If you haven't seen it yet, watch it. My other decom mission was going to be, oh, this this movie really made me want to go get Indian food because it all looked amazing. Also, yeah, so Indian maybe go get yourself some Indian food at, a, at your local Indian restaurant if you have one. Or try making it if you don't have one. That would be fun. Yeah. And then watch Spin. And if you can't watch Spin, if for some reason you don't have Disney Plus or like it's hard to watch or you don't have any food, Schoolhouse Rock. Then... <laughs> oh my god now then either look up you know some some djs on on the internet or like go see a show like just something on youtube you can probably watch clips of this movie you could do that yeah there's just i think like djing is an art that is a lot a lot of times Mm -hmm. overlooked because it's just like you know putting song like if you think about like djs at like a wedding they just like put songs back to back but it's like there's a lot that goes into actually like music mixing so um yeah so next week is our season three wrap and then we jump back Back to 1999 no 2000 i think no 1999 no 2000 i'm pretty sure are we really i thought we had a few 1999 ones left to watch i know we're out of 1998s no we still have 1999 i'm i'm just getting them mixed up we are jumping back to we're skipping can of worms uh, because it's going to be our, one of our Halloween ones from this year, and we're jumping into Johnny Tsunami, which I don't think I've actually so, seen in full, so I'm excited. I have many, many years ago. Um, I've seen it once. Like it's not one that I watched religiously. Mm-hmm. But yeah, our first three movies of season four are going to be Johnny Tsunami, Rip Girls, and Hounded. That's the only one I haven't so, heard of, so we'll see. <laughs> I've I didn't hear I hadn't heard of Ripped Girls before. I've this, heard of it, I but I, I never watched it. Yeah, I'm excited to go back we, in time again. I mean, let me just look. I'll talk about this more in, in the in the season wrap, but I guess so. It's, yeah, it's gonna be Johnny Tsunami, Rip Girls, Hounded. Yes, get a clue finally. <laughs> uh, get a clue. Eddie's Million Dollar Cookoffs. We can finally watch yeah. that. I think it's like Paul Holman or something. Uh, yeah, stuck in the suburbs. I'm excited. Uh, Season four is gonna be good, hopefully. <laughs> uh, life is rough. Is it rough we're like dog R-U-F-F? movies? Like a dog. Okay. Yes, we're watching a lot of of. I thought we were watching the Poof Point this year, but I guess not. Or uh, this season, and then read it and weep. Oh, we're getting all the the Pennebaker girls in this season. Johnny Capahala back on board. Uh, where are the? Oh no, we have to watch, we have to watch the Cheetah Girls this oh, season. Right. Is that our last series of movies? It's our, la- well, both of our last series because we have the Johnny Johnny uh Tsunami oh, right, and Johnny right, Capala right. are technically okay. linked. So those two, which I guess we could actually, if we wanted to save those, we could do those next season. Nah. Yeah. We we can do it, but them. they do kind of overlap. I will say. Where the heck is the Cheetah Girls one? 
there it is in 2003. So we're not watching any of his million dollar cook-off. We're watching oh. the Cheetah oh, Girls. Well. <laughs> so the Cheetah Girls stuck in the suburbs. Uh, life is rough. We're not watching Read It and Weep. Uh, the Cheetah Girls 2. Uh, Johnny Kahala back on board. Oh, no, we're, we, we can watch both of them. Never mind. Uh, the Cheetah Girls One World, because they're 2007 and 2008. Uh, Wizards of Waverly Place, the movie. Avalon High, which we might be saving for Halloween. So we'll, we'll think about that. And Geek Charming. I think that's it. Is that where it cuts off? That's Isn't Geek Charming like 2017 or something? Eleven. We don't have any new ones after that, Mm-mm. except for Under Wraps. Uh, I guess. I guess they didn't release as many per year as they used to. So they only release sense. like two per year now. Yeah, they had three wow. in twenty twenty one. They started doing like two per year. Starting in in twenty fifteen, they had a lot, but in twenty fourteen, they only had three. Then starting yeah. in twenty sixteen, they only had two. So unless they release a twenty twenty two one as we're recording the season. We're only going through 2011. My guess Crazy. is that they'll release Zombies 3, but we'll just add that to our our, our Halloween. Halloween one. Yeah. Cool. If season four ends up being very short, then we'll just, you know, go back to the start Do and keep it in rounds. the same season. But Yeah. Or we'll add our uh, animated we movies at the bad end. Bad Dad, Rad Dad in there somewhere. Got Rad Dad, Bad Dad. We'll just, we'll just put all the animated movies that we have to watch, like The Tangled oh, One and Kim Possible and Phineas and Ferb in there at the end. We'll yeah. just do that at the end. Cool. Alright, everyone. See you next week for the season ramp.